Attention, all passengers. The traveling tourist is now boarding. Your safety is our top priority. In preparation for takeoff, please ensure your seatbelt is fastened. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome. I am your host, Debbie O'Brien, and I am the traveling tourist. I appreciate you joining me today for episode number 10. I was on a fam trip in Wales with my highly preferred tour company, Royal Irish Tours, or RIT. As I've mentioned in other episodes, these adventures are quite important because as a travel advisor, I have the amazing opportunity to experience the country, including accommodations, food, transportation, and yes, my favorites, wine and shopping, firsthand and advise everything that the supplier has to offer. This absolutely makes it so much easier to come home and describe my wonderful experiences um, to my clients and to all of you, rather than to repeat what I've read or heard. I'm able to be animated and excited when describing my travels, if I truly enjoyed them. It just comes out in the language. I'm going to introduce my underground adventure, which is slightly different from previous episodes you've listened to. Leading up to this adventure, the song, The Coal Miner's Daughter, by Loretta Lynn was playing in my mind. Along with 19 other travel advisors, I excitedly poured off our comfortable bus, eager to explore what this intriguing venue had in store for us. I later learned of many tragic stories with lives forfeited in order to make a living. I'm referring to the Big Pit National Coal Museum. Currently on a temporary shutdown, this inactive coal mine was an excursion offered by Royal Irish Tours. The Big Pit is one of Britain's leading mining museums and a real coal mine. The museum is located in a unique industrial landscape, which is a designated UNESCO World Heritage Site. Rows and rows of houses still surrounded the mine that officially closed back in 1984. Miners occupied the structures with their families for as long as they worked in the mines. If they quit or were fired, the colliers were expected to vacate their home immediately. Upon entry, the lot of us were guided into a receiving room where we were seated and told what to expect if we wished to proceed. We could choose to wait above or be taken down into the mine. The tour was about one hour in length and you would need to wear equipment and walk bent over at some points during the walk. I was all in. After the initial talk, we were led into the next area where we had to leave all of our belongings. That included our purses, cell phones, watches, everything um, that we had with us basically. And employees collected our personal items to be stored in bags until our return. And they proceeded to belt us up with a battery and a hard hat with a lamp. Then we were split up into two groups and literally crammed into an agent cage like elevator. I'm glad that I was with people that I knew really well because we were cozy. <laughs> and then we began the 300 foot descent, which felt like the speed of a roller coaster. Um, and then our guide led us through the mine at a fairly modest pace, explaining the different jobs, the coal miners and the conditions that they worked under. As we encountered a turn with a closed door straight ahead, we all stopped and gathered to listen. The guide explained that the door was open for drivers who had horse-drawn wagons and they would signal when they were ready to come through. The door was to be closed immediately afterwards. 
We were told that the miners brought their sons, who were as young as six years old, and these young lads were expected to put in a full day's work. Jobs such as this were given to the boys, who were expected to remain at their post for a typical 12-hour day. As we were contemplating that a child so young could be working, or even left alone to guard a door for any length of time, the guide asked us all to turn our headlamps off for one full minute. As the last light was shut down, it was a daunting experience in the solid darkness, waiting for that long, quiet minute to end. What anyone must have experienced, let alone a six-year-old child, was shared with us for just a moment, but it harshly hit home with every one of us, and it just tore my heart apart. Horses were taken down to the mines to pull wagons and were kept there for years. Most were blind when they returned to ground level. We were told of another story of a man who was very mean to the horse he had worked with. During an emergency escape, his horse let men pass, then stood in the path and would not move to let the unkind man through. Unfortunately, neither the man nor the horse made it. We continued through to the end of the tour, sometimes walking in a bent over position. At five feet, I was one of the shorter gals in the group, and you had to be careful walking as some areas had uh, water that leaked onto the footpath. We slowed to take a turn and were warned to crouch lower to fit through a cement overpass. As I went through, I stepped over the bottom ledge, but didn't duck low enough, and my hard hat fell off and knocked my lamp off as well. I instantly panicked, but our guide came quickly to my rescue from the front of the group. I might add that the guides were all previous employees with many years experience when the mine was active and they were very knowledgeable with the operations and the safety underground. The tour ended and we made our way back up to collect our belongings. We had to stop and explore the small gift shop making our purchases on the way out where I felt the need to pick up a few pieces of real coal which I intended to fill my children's stockings with. Upon leaving, our bus drove in silence for some time as we all struggled to manage our emotions. My feelings remained very heavy. I had gained an insight to the importance of the process of industrialization through iron and coal production, but I could not get past how difficult it was to think of the horror these mothers must have felt as their young sons were torn from their precious childhood to work in unthinkable conditions that grown men had difficulty with. How torturous it would have been for the fathers. These small lads themselves must have suffered from loneliness, numbness, and fear every single day. To witness in such reality what a fraction of the conditions these miners worked under is something that I will never forget. It really opened my eyes to mining, and however saddened by this tour, I was extremely grateful for the experience. This is but one excursion in a plethora of my unique journeys with this fabulous tour company, Royal Irish Tours. You can hear of my other outings in a future episode, but this underground adventure definitely warranted a story of its own. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, if you wish to learn more about me, please feel free to check out and follow my Facebook page at Destinations with Debbie O'Brien. You can also find me on Instagram as Destinations with Debbie. I hope you are enjoying these short episodes and would be very grateful if you would follow, share, and even leave me a message. Until next time, lovely humans, smile and wave. Safe travels, everyone. You're not traveling with Debbie O'Brien. You're 
We hope you've had a pleasant flight. Look forward to seeing you again soon.